Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a special episode of the Geek Out Show. I'm your host, Gil, and I'm here with uh, my co-host, the OG, Triple Triple OG, Seth. Hi, everybody. What's up? You need a minute, man? No, I'm good, bro. I'm good. <clears throat> so I, I, I see from your display name tonight. Yeah. Rest in peace, ass, man. If you're listening to this, you should have already watched it. Okay. So if you didn't know, and you can't tell with what's going on behind me, uh, we're going to be talking about Euphoria Season 2. So we're not going to be talking really a whole lot about Season 1. Just going to be sticking to Season 2. It did... Well, we might might talk a little bit about it, because I don't think we've ever talked about it before. Um, So it might be interesting to get some of our takes. But, uh, dude, it just came to an end. What was it, like last week, two weeks ago, something like that. Uh, crazy ass finale, I got to say, like in mm-hmm. terms of like finales, really fucking crazy. Um, shit surprised the hell out of me. I honestly still don't know how I feel. I think I'm going to rewatch the first and second season again to see how I feel about all of it. But uh, man, that shit was rough. So what, so how do you want to start? I, I figure because like if I if I just if we just jump into the finale. I'm going to just bash it the whole time. You're just going to bash it the whole time. Okay. Well, like, I figured we could, I talk figured about we could go. Season as yeah, a whole. we could go ahead and start uh, talking about the season as a whole. Like episode, what was it? Um, episode one of season two. That's where it takes place. Like the New Year's party, right? The yeah. New, Year's, the New yeah. Year's party. And I can't remember old girl's name. What is it? Like Liz? Lynn's? Something starts with the L. The sister? Yeah, what's homegirl's name? Cassie's mm. sister's name. That's the one know. thing is like she's the boring she's one, so no one knows her name. Yeah, she's lightweight forgettable, but however I think Cassie's titties is more of a main character than she is. Yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I do gotta say, um well, cause like this is the episode where we get her and Fez talking. So there's a lot going on. Her and Fez are talking like the whole entire night. Um, Nate is kind of like spitting game at Cassie. Cassie goes through a bunch of bullshit and she doesn't know how to feel about talking to Nate. Maddie's well, talking to like wasn't another at the party. dude. And then originally, Nate, but she, she takes like, her over the there. curve. Yeah. And Nate picked her up and was like, Yo, you're going to the party. And then on the way to the party was when I think they made their little connection. Yeah, and then Lexi. There we go. Lexi. Lexi I knew that it started with the L. So, yeah, uh, as you were saying, yeah, Nate picks her up at a liquor store or whatever. He's like, come with me if you want to leave. Uh, basically. Come with me. And, you want some dick? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, basically, that's what it was. And she was like, okay. Uh, and, you know, she did hook up with him. And, uh, you know, if you know code bro code girl code whatever you'd never fuck with like somebody else's ex that's just that's just you yeah, know if you're a bro or uh you know because sisters oh boy, or brothers whatever cassie's ex was was on the football team with them the year before right yeah so you know they're kind of like homeboys and then cassie you know that was they're Cassie's. both violating code yeah. right there 
And oh. you could tell she felt guilty right afterwards because um, they basically essentially get caught in the bathroom. And uh, and then she oh, has yep. to hide in the bathroom for dumb long. Uh, it seems so, like hours, dude. Yeah. And um, so she knew she did wrong. Um, but the highlight of the party was definitely at the, towards end. the end of the night where uh, Fez just beats the living shit out of him. Yeah, dude. And, and it's not even just like with... Like, he, he knows that Nate is bigger than him. Yeah. Like, granted, Fez is older, a couple years older, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just that he dropped out. I don't know. Like, they don't really go into that a whole lot because yeah, they, they, they do really say that do he's they? not in school. They, they say that he's not in school, but it's like we don't know his exact age. <clears throat> so He's a, he's in the he, same peer group, though. He's not. It's not like he's a yeah. 30-something-year-old man beating the shit out of a little kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he takes a bottle to his head and then he just gets on top of him and beats the ever living shit out of him. And rightfully so, man. And rightfully you so. You feel good. Like you, he's the hero now, you know? Yeah, and, because and fucking he snitched. You already liked Fez. Like now you just like him even exactly. more. Um, that's kind of what, you know, and I'm sorry, we're going to jump around a little bit. But that's kind of why I think the impact at the end was so much for me. Because I fell in love with, with that character and an ashtray, his little brother. Because at the end of the day, Fez is a good person. He just got oh, yeah, he's a hella bad hand. He's so he got dealt a de- uh, bad hand. I connect with the character, you know, uh, because I kind of went through a lot of similar stuff, you know, growing <laughs> up. And... So I connected with the character instantly. And then Ashtray was just like an added bonus. He was just as cool as Fez. Like, would fucking do anything for his older brother. Just a cool fucking dynamic. I personally want to show with just those two. Like, yeah, Breaking I'm Bad totally style. For like, oh, oh 100%. I'm, d- I'm down for that. Give them a spinoff. And then it's, just name it, whatever the name of their supermarket is, just name it that. Something, you I'm know? Like, I, yeah, I can see that. Like, they can go so deep with those characters. So, you know, with the season finale, that's why I was so upset because I wanted to see more from these characters. And I feel almost like they just wrote them off like they because they had to or something. If you don't know, mm-hmm. the kid who plays Astra, I don't know his real name, but he's a professional boxer as well. Like yeah, that was his uh... that's what he was before Euphoria. He's actually a gymnast too. I don't know if you knew that. He's a gymnast. No, I didn't know that he was a gymnast. I didn't know that he was a like l- live action or like real life. I should say live action. <laughs> real life that he was He's a, a boxer, live action boxer. <laughs> but yeah, so I, well, I seen him on Steve Harvey. He was on Steve Harvey's show before he was on Euphoria. Really? And Steve Harvey had him on as a guest and he talked about how he was a boxer and a gymnast. Javon Wana Walton. That's his name. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, even though he doesn't have a lot of speaking roles, I still like this character a lot. Excuse me. But, yeah, so I really like this character. I, I think all, it almost, like I said, feels like they, like maybe his dad was like, nah, you're not going to be an actor. Remember, you're a boxer type. That's just how I feel. I could be totally missing. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know that kid in his life. 
But the way they just the way they killed him off at the end is they hoed him, man. They did, and uh, you know, like I heard different things, like someone saying, like, "Oh, it could be all like a dream sequence." I really want, I I wouldn't want that, and that would have less impact. I want it to be, unfortunately, I want it to be real and move forward. I think it'll change Fez, uh, unfortunately, for the worst moving forward. I think he's going to be on some more gangster shit now. Um, As if that's the, I mean, yes and no. I mean, what if he goes to prison and then all you see from Fez is prison sequences? That would suck. Um, Let's just go back, though. Okay. uh, Real quick, before before we go there. Before we go there. Uh, So that's pretty much like the end of episode one. Uh, Episode two, Nate's in the hospital. Um, You know, Rue and Jules kind of meet back up for like the first time in like months since she came back because she took off to like New York uh, by herself and, and you know, fucked around and did this and did that. Rue kind of developed like a small relationship with that one dude. Um, uh, Elliot. That okay, night, so, the night yeah, of so the Elliot party. was in and the laundry room turned, doing drugs doing at the party. And Rue walked in and she's like, yo, I'm trying Let to do get... some drugs too. What's up? Boom. So Rue back on her bullshit, doing drugs mm-hmm. with Elliot. So they're doing drugs together. Um, and then you kind of see like the tension. There's like a little bit of a uh, jealousy, a love. Tr- no, it's like, a well, yeah, that, but there's a love triangle. Well, initially, it seems like Rue is into Elliot. Like she just likes him like, like as a friend, like kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but, but it kind of seems like Jules is. Yeah. But it seems like Jules is kind of jealous. To at see her first, hanging out yeah. with the dude. At first, Jules straight up don't like this motherfucker. Don't trust him. Don't like him. Don't want nothing to do with him. But then you kind of see that dynamic change a little bit later mm-hmm. on. Because Rue's hanging out with him more. And then Rue kind of says, give him a chance. And then, uh, yeah. And then they kind of, I guess, uh, Elliot wins over Jules uh, around, yeah. around the next episode. Yeah, and then around this episode is all, is when we get Cal starting to look into like what exactly happened with um with Nate. How, how come he got you know beat the fuck up? Yeah, and I can't yeah. remember if it's episode <laughs> two or episode three. There's a great episode where Ashtray gets a drop on him and like catches him like outside and like puts a gun up to his head. And this is a fucking kid, dude. He's he's. He's playing a 10-year-old kid, right? Mm-hmm. And he has a fucking shotgun up to a grown-ass fucking man, <laughs> like six foot, six. I think the actor is like six foot two, six foot three, something like that. Big dude, mm-hmm. uh, probably like 220, 230 pounds. Big dude, little 10, 10-year-old motherfucker is going to have yeah. a shotgun up to you. No, no fucks. Any skip. grown man is going to be fucking scared. Exactly. Rightfully so, right? But he does not care. He doesn't give a fuck. Puts again up to his head and like, you know, inside. They start questioning him. Fez is like, what the fuck happened? Um, you know, and Cal is honest, is like, yo, you my son said, you know, you did XYZ that you were blackmailing him because of the videos. And he's like, What fucking videos? What are you talking about? Um, and then that's when like Fezco is just open and honest, like, and Cal puts it together like, damn, like Nate lied to me and set me the fuck up. Yeah. So, so, so basically, he's like, "All right, 
you won't see me again. Like it's over. <laughs> but over freaking... the course of that, Ashtray bashing him in his fucking head with the butt of the fucking shotgun. That was great. Yeah. Because he hit him like yeah, three or four fucking up. times and busted his shit open. Yeah, and he's, he's just leaking he split blood. His shit. He split his shit yeah. bad. <laughs> Man, so so like at this part, like so you have just to recap, you kind of have the whole Nate thing. Uh, Nate fight with Fez, that blows over. The whole Cassie uh, being in love with Nate is starting to develop even more. Um, That's just wild, bro, because like her fantasy in her head, I'm like, yo, this this broad is fucking nuts for him. But like, for like, why? But there, like, there's she girls knows. like that, for real. Like, if you show them any kind of guys, too, you show them any kind of like they're, I call them sucker for suckers for love. Like they'll take anyone who shows them just a little bit of like attention, attention, a little bit of love. Like yeah, yeah they, they latch on to it. So you know that's the whole. That's I think that's her whole dynamic. She's just a sucker for love. Anyone you give her some love, like that's it. That's all she needs. So so that's still going on. The, at this point, uh, Cal drops it. That's Nate's father. He drops it because now he's like, Yo, what the fuck is going on Like with this whole videotape thing? So mm-hmm. um, I think I think he confronts Nate, right? Or Nate comes home and he confronts him about it? About the videotape? I don't about think he videotape. does just yet. I don't think he does just yet. Mm. Okay, lead us into the next Because I want to say... Cause like that kind of leads into episode three, like where he's still like, um, he gets his ass whooping. He's trying to figure out like who who is it, like what happened. You know what? He might confront Nate. Not a hundred percent sure on number three. I just know like episode three is like where Cassie starts doing like those weird routines and dressing hella fucking weird. Yeah. And like they make the comment of like, oh, are you trying out for Oklahoma? And they're like, why? And she looks like she's from fucking like Texas from like the 90s. The big hair, the mm. breasts are all yeah, popping. She, point, like she that. even she's dresses up. Like that blue and white checkered dress and shit like that. She looks like Little House on the Prairie. I want to be fucking Dorothy, fucking, you know, type of shit. And at one point, she even dresses like um... Maddie. Yeah. She dresses like Maddie, and like she's like, "What the fuck?" That was so fucking crazy to me um, that you know she was doing all these beauty regimens and and stuff like trying to get a dude to notice her, trying to dress from like a certain like one style to another style to another style to another style, and then she finally gets it like, "Oh, let me dress like his ex." Maybe then he'll notice, and then that's when he's all like, "Oh shit!" Like she looked yeah. bad. And then, like, that's got to be so fucking weird. Like, as a dude, first off, like, how can you go for that? Like, somebody dressing up like your ex. Second off, like, if you're the girl, how can you be cool, like, dressing like your homegirl? Like, if she has a signature signature style of, like, how she does her makeup, like, outfits that she wears, how can you dress like that trying to, like, hook up with Well, keep in mind, ex? he's still in love with Maddie. He, he is. That he is. And it's kind of like he's leading her or... I, I think he's trying to have his cake and eat it too. Yeah, yeah, but like it it honestly seems like he's genuinely genuinely not interested. But like she 
holds on to like little things. She's like a small place little things until Maddie yeah. takes him back almost. Yeah, but she's like so obsessed with small little things, like just making the eye contact. She's like, oh, I gotta go do more of this, do more of that. Like, oh, he looked over toward my direction or something. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Um, that episode was extremely weird. And when I was like, Cassie, you're a fucking weirdo. Episode four. Um, this is <sighs> called You Who Cannot See, Think of Those Who Can. This is where we get Maddie's birthday party. Mm. Um, that you know that that was kind of weird. Um, Jules goes to Elliot for advice about Rue, and that's like when they kind of start having like that's when it truly is like a lot of triangle. Like you could tell, yeah, well, they've been sexual tension out. between Rue. I mean, sexual tension between uh, Elliot. And Jules now at this point, where before it was just like, I fucking hate you. Like, Jules towards uh, Elliot. Well, I mean, it, it didn't just happen, like, in a split second. They were hanging out, like, every day. You can kind of tell, yeah. like, it was leading up to it. And then they all became kind of cool. And they all were just vibing. And then uh, I think they started playing Truth or Dare. And they dared to kiss. And then that's when like the sexual stuff started playing so, yeah into- it started becoming a bit and more sexual yeah rue didn't care um you know what i'm seeing behind you though and i forgot about we forgot to talk about this character oh, being introduced yes um, she is so fucking weird man yes like bro she's like a cat dealer. lady I, f- I forget what the hell her name is uh i want to say it's like lauren or something i think so i think it's lauren and then she has like a gangster boyfriend. So I mean, he's like a skinhead, like a motherfucker, like yeah, kind of swole, but he's and like then and then a redneck like stepson or something. So yeah. so basically, after you know, if you know the season finale, um, Ashtray kills the drug dealer, the the Spanish guy, I forgot his name, um, that was bringing him drugs. He was uh, Mouse's homeboy because like they killed Mouse in season one. Uh, and then, like, you end up finding out, like, I think it's, like, episode, I want to say six. He turned informant. Well, Mouse was the, the dude that was tatted up, but, like, this other guy, the one that you're talking about, he was Mouse's homeboy. He was always with Mouse. I don't, Basically, the guy that was giving him drugs, right? The, supplying him with the drugs. Mm-hmm. So, so... Lauren is the one who supplied him. So then after they killed him. Yes, she's the supplier. They decide to go directly to her. So when they go directly to her, as you can kind of see in the background, they strip them all naked and they make sure they're not wearing any wires and stuff. And then basically Fez starts getting his drugs direct. And the reason I I brought her up is because it does come into play a little bit later on in the show where Rue makes a stupid decision (laughs) to, to go to her. Um, but yeah, and you also get introduced to Fish Lips. Oh my God, what the fuck is her name? Fish Lips. Nah, it's something else. <laughs> I can't remember what her real name is. We'll just call like... her Fish Lips, though. Like everyone will know who we're talking about. Um, that's that's uh, homeboy's on. girl. Give, give me one second, bro. Yeah. All right, so Gil's gonna step away for a sec. Uh, I was I was hoping he'd leave the show on, but um, but yeah, there's this there's this uh, 
girl who ends up moving in with Fez. Uh, I call her Fish Lips because she got these big old puffy lips um, that looks like two fucking sausages on her face. And, um, and yeah, she, she basically, you can kind of see her in the background, but yeah. So she moves in and she ends up moving in with Fez. That was weird as hell too. Um, let's see. I feel like we should have did a little bit more research. The thing is like, I didn't know that i I, you know, I was like, man, so much. Okay, so the Spanish that you're talking about is Custer. His name is Custer. So it was Mouse, and then his lieutenant was Custer. Custer was there and witnessed everything with how Ashtray bashed uh, Mouse in the head with with the hammer. Yeah. So then Custer started reporting to Fez, and Fez took on the supply that Mouse was getting from Lauren. You think his name's Custer because he's a buster, and that's what Crips call busters? And uh, <laughs> I have no idea, man. But I mean, Custer Kev. It, it, it would lightweight make sense. <laughs> but um, yeah. So Custer's girl, Fish Lips, uh, ends up moving in with with Fez. The thing is, like, I ain't gonna lie. I remember a lot of it. I remember most of it, but it's just so they bounce back and forth so much. It's hard to keep track. Um, but basically, if you want to go by character, we can do that. You know, so basically, at this point, is it have... Faye? Is that her name? Faye? Faye? Yeah, I think that's her name. There Faye. we Sounds go. Okay, so right. Faye, Faye so, is the big old freaking fish lips. uh fish lips. Like yeah. her. Fun fact: she's a porno star in real life. Yeah, that's what you were telling me. That's fucking disgusting. I I I don't even know how that's possible, but whatever. Yeah. Um. Fish lips, man. So, you got DSL, and I ain't talking about internet. Yeah. So the main thing I want I want to get to in this episode is actually I love this episode, uh, episode four of season two. That's mm-hmm. the one like where Cal. Oh, they flesh out go, his story. He fleshes out his story on why he's like an angry dad and this and that, and why he's so hard on his kids and wants to be a perfectionist and this and that. Uh, so on the DL, he's gay. And I mean, you kind of get a little bit of that, sort of uh, a little bit, but it's like confirmation. Yeah, I mean, like, so like he fucks Jules. Kind of gives you. <laughs> no, gives but you like the thing is, like when so in season one he fucks Jules, but it seems like he didn't know, or you know, you don't know if he knew or if he didn't know. because nah, Jules also knew. lies. I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously at the time, but you don't know all that's I going mean, on. But she lied about her age. <laughs> Well, obviously that, but what I'm saying is that she lied about her age. Okay. So maybe he, she's lying about other things. So you aren't for sure. You don't know. Okay. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe he's lying to himself. I don't know, but we get the confirmation in this episode where you see like when he was in high school and he started like kind of falling in love with his childhood best friend. His best friend. And basically him and his friend, like over the course of months and stuff like that, they, uh, you know, one random night they end up at a bar, they dance together, they have a great time, they kiss. It was a gay bar. Um, yeah, it was a gay bar. Yeah. Um, so yeah, everything they could be open and be themselves. All right. I don't know. He's probably gonna edit this because I don't know. But you know, he had a little sweet moment with his with his childhood. You know. Welcome this, back. 
Uh, I don't know if you want to edit it. I'm trying to keep it going just in case. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it was nice, but like spo- spoilers, like, uh, cause he was like pretending or he was trying to figure out himself. So he also had a relationship with the girl and his girlfriend. Yeah. Which you that know, was the having... initial, his initial relationship. Yeah. They yeah. both were with girls and they were kind of like, you can kind of tell cause there was a scene where he's like laying in his bed talking about what he did to her and like his best friend's like, kind of like drooling like oh yeah tell me more getting aroused by it yeah, yeah you, can, you tell. can tell and then the dad walks in and like yeah it, it seems like he had a lot of hate like oh like he had a feeling they were gay and like he was being kind of hateful about it he's like get out of the room yeah his dad was, can't a, be up here was, a, was a real asshole so you can kind of tell why he didn't want to come out yeah you know what i'm saying so they they kind of they they really flush out his backstory, which kind of gives you insight of the man he is today. He does have a family. He well, loves not only that, it seems like they were gonna run away together. I think they even say it. And the one thing that stops him is his girlfriend calls him and says, "I'm pregnant." Yeah. And then he just has like like, "Oh no, my life is ruined." Type yeah, of thing. almost like I have to play this part now, mm-hmm. and and you know, do the right go thing. along with it. So that kind of gives you insight of like the hatred towards his wife, the hatred towards his kids. And, you know, I think the only reason why he has a relationship with Nate is because he kind of sees a little bit of himself in Nate or, you know, and vice versa. Yeah, that's for sure. Because Nate does some really creepy shit with Jules in the first season, like almost like shit like his dad. Like, I almost he feel like does. he got aroused by watching his dad's videos and shit. You know, I kind of got that, too. And I'm like, what the... F-? I, I don't know if maybe I was tripping. I was like, that's really fucking weird, man. Yeah, because he has he he even has dreams of, uh you know, him getting thrown well, on. Well, he, he said that was, was a little like later. his... He said that that was his nightmare since he was yeah. a kid, is that his dad would take him throw him on the bed and then you know and, and he was doing to him what he was doing to those yeah. girls so he obviously he didn't like it that, well that, later, later on we find out that it's not just girls it's dudes on the tapes too yeah so that's when we, that's kind of like when we get the confirmation because it's like a mix of dudes chicks trannies anything and everything like anything good just seems, if it's a whole he'll fuck it <laughs> i mean basically yeah it seems like he's more pansexual than anything if he's willing to, like, you know, basically fuck anything. Yeah. Because it seems the, like he's not picky. fucked up, though. Yeah, he is fucked up. And then we also find out, like, on the last episode, too, when there's there's a chick, there's a gay dude, there's a cross-dressed chick. And it's it's just you get a plethora of things, and it looks like they were just just got done fucking or they were about to. I don't know, something I'm, was going down. They had drugs and alcohol going. That's a party That's, I wouldn't want to be a part of. But... <laughs> But to each his own. Um, so, so I, you know, I'm not gonna say I felt bad for him, mm-hmm. but I did like think like, well, damn, that really explains things. Um, so at this point, you got. I, I figured at this point you got Fez. His relationship with uh, Lexi is growing. Lexi is growing. They're hanging out more. The little love triangle is happening with Rue. Everything's going good, kinda. Mind you, Lexi is also writing a play. She talks about writing a play and that yeah. how she's always felt like she's a director. Um, 
and all this other shit and like the play is going to come into well it's going to come into play later yeah so so right. at this point every everything's kind of good though like everyone's kind of happy you know um you know uh, Nate's having his relationship with Cassie on the low they're not they're, you know no one knows um you know Rue has her relation a little tri- love triangle mm-hmm. um you know uh like I said, Lexi and Fez, you know, um, Faye is living with them. That's even kind of going good. You know what, though? Because, like, at this point, they kind of still think Rue is uh, off the wagon, like that she's, uh, yeah, that she's staying clean. Everyone there's thinks like little she's things. Clean. There's little things, though, here and there that's giving away that she's not clean anymore. And you're going to say, yeah. And so everything, everyone knows she's clean except for, um, what's Elliot. his name? Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. So everyone knows except for Elliot. And then now let's go ahead and get into how everything kind of falls apart. Well, yeah, it's actually the next episode, which is what is that episode? I think we were on episode five. I think this at this point is episode six. Um, it's something about a hummingbird. I can't remember exactly. Uh, yeah. Wait, no, no, no. Episode five. My bad. Episode five. So it is episode five of this of the season. And that's actually where uh her her all of her trash gets out there. All the tea is spilt, so to speak, and um they do an intervention. So her mom, uh Leslie, mind the way, mind you, Leslie, fucking gorgeous, man. She's a beautiful woman. <laughs> like I, I got a well, crash on Rue's mom. She she's she's fine, bro. Well, real quick, so before that, yeah, Elliot. Rue and um oh Jules are together and Jules are all hanging out. Rue goes to the bathroom and Elliot and Jules kind of have a a really intense moment oh. together. And then that's when Elliot kind of says like his relationship oh. with Jules at this point is just as strong as it is with Rue. Yeah. So he basically is like, I can't lie to you anymore. Um you know, you put that dick on me, so now I can't lie to you anymore. <laughs> um, fun fact, they're together in real life. They're dating in real life, Elliot and Jules. Those oh, characters. really? Yeah. Um, That's cool. But he basically says, hey, um, I can't lie to you anymore. Rue is heavy on drugs. Doing drugs. Yeah, she's she's not clean. She's been doing drugs for a while. And Jules like, well, like, for how long? And then she's like, well, yeah. Ever since that night we met, New Year's. So, so like, Jules um, is like, I can't believe this shit. So yeah. the next morning, man. Well, real quick. One more thing. Sorry. So real quick. So just to give you an idea of how bad she is on drugs, she actually went to the drug dealer lady and proposed. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Yeah. And she, and she proposed. She came up with a plan, bro. A great to, plan. To get you. free drugs by dealing half the drugs and using the other half. Um, so she made a deal with this lady, and mind you, this lady don't fuck around. She's kind of scary. It In a was weird, calm, thirty thirty k worth of drugs. Yeah. So in a in a briefcase, and in a weird, calm, monotone, uh, Martha Stewart type lady, she she just basically says, "Oh, that's a good idea. All right, don't fuck me over." Or pretty much like i'll fucking kill you type shit yeah and then so she even says she goes 
after you pay me back, she goes, when you do, when you do all of it, when you sell all of it, she goes, you should pay back the 30, be able to re up and have 10 in your pocket. Mm -hmm. So she said, basically at the end of it, there should be 70 K. But Rue's plan was to do 10 K worth of drugs and sell the rest. Yep. So that was her plan. And just like a junkie, she uh, went a little bit too too overboard. And with the snitching, so to speak, by Jules, and the intervention, Leslie, she fl- she flushed everything. Yeah. So so she wakes up. So the mom wakes up. Leslie wakes up, and um, and uh, Rue goes to her room, and the drugs are gone. And she's like, mm-hmm. "Mom, where are the fucking drugs?" Dude, and she flips she her shit, man. Like, oh, my gosh. We've never seen Rue like this. Dude, I so got to say, kudos to Zendaya. Yeah. Zendaya is, blew me away with her acting, bro. Like, she goes through a bunch of different emotions. She feels remorse. She feels sorry. She's angry. She hates people. Like, I've known people that are on drugs and fucking going through withdrawals, and I've heard people say and do shit like this, and... It's honestly not pretty, man. And they turn exactly like this. Like, if you want mm-hmm. to see, like, how a junkie is, watch season two, episode five yeah, of Euphoria. And, and you get everything. Like, she tries to bargain with uh, Fez and stuff like that. She even goes, remember, like, she goes over there and is like, oh, let me just, you know, let me go to the bathroom. And then she tries to steal some of the drugs. And Fez is like, hell no. Like, out of principle, no, get the fuck yeah. out. So And so- then she tries and tries and tries and tries to fucking get, like, some type of drugs because like she's also going through withdrawals. Yeah. At this so, point. so Jules was the one who, who snitched after Elliot told her mm-hmm. fucking Rue goes off on everybody. She, she tells, she goes after everyone's neck. She tells, um, Jules, like you're dead to me. I never yep. fucking loved you. I was like, she tells Elliot, fuck you. Don't fucking talk to me no more. She goes, her you're mom, a junkie too. She she went off on just everybody. She goes over Fess's house, tries to steal pills out of his mom's, um, and that's something we didn't really touch on. They kind of show you. Oh yeah, how uh, Fez got into how Fez got into everything. Basically, his mom grandma. was a fucking or no his his grandma right. His grandma was a G. Was a G, and she she raised them that way. But yeah, she so, was selling drugs because. I uh, think I think his mom was a junkie and couldn't take care of him. So she yeah. took him like in and then and, and you even see the grandma, uh mm-hmm. she kneecaps his dad. Yeah. Like he he he's working like at a titty bar or something like that. And like he he's getting his dick yeah, and he's getting his dick sucked. And then she's like, You motherfucker and she beats the shit out of him and then fucking shoots him in both kneecaps. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. God damn, no wonder Fez and Ashtray are the way that they are with the role model like that. Dude, fuck. And um, so basically, you know, she she violates that trust with Fez Mm -hmm. because that's probably the only woman that he loves more than anything is is his grandma. Um, More than Ashtray is probably his grandma. Yeah. Um, And And she's like in a... Like like in a coma or some shit, man. She can't even take care of herself. Yeah. So like, he's there. He 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 gives her a sponge bath and uh, makes sure that she gets her vitamin or her, her yeah. medicine and all kinds of other shit. It's like well he, known that he yeah, loves he's, his grandma. 
an amazing fucking grandson, I gotta say. Like, and so she he, he definitely that. takes care of her. Yeah, dude, she violates that, and what happens? All that she she goes on a a, a steal. She goes breaks in houses, steals shit. She broke into that one house with that yeah. dog, dude. I thought that dog was gonna fucking eat her ass up, <laughs> but luckily it just ended up being like a nice dog and just like licked her a little bit. And then that was yeah, bad. she's running from cops. She's running from her mom. She actually goes, and this is when she goes to Cassie's house to steal some more shit. Yeah. And she drops the bomb that Cassie is fucking sleeping with Nate right in front of Maddie. Yep. And then, uh, you know, Cassie's all like, oh, she's just a junkie whore. She doesn't know, or she's just a junkie. She doesn't know what she's talking about. That was a low blow, too. I mean, um, Rue definitely shouldn't have said shit, but like, that's fucked up that she, like, said that about her. And, uh, yeah, I mean, she she starts a shitstorm. Yep, and uh, she ultimately ends up at the the Lauren, the old drug dealer lady. I think her name is Lauren. Yeah, at her house, and she she everything she stole, everything she got from that night, she kind of puts on the table and says, "Hey, I'm gonna get the rest." But this lady knows; she can tell she's going through a withdrawal. She kind of has a a feeling, so. I, at first, I didn't know what was going to happen. She kind of like... I, dude, I thought they were going to keep her for fucking sex trafficking. Something. You know, I thought something was going to happen, like, crazy like that. But basically, like, they kind of give her... They shoot her up with something. Heroin or something. Uh, no, no, no. It was... um, Morphine? Morphine. And they, they shoot her up. and But she's, like, sticking her multiple times. Like, it's almost like on purpose, dude. though. Oh my god, bro! She kept on missing the fucking vein. And uh, I was but like, I feel like oh. it was on purpose. Don't you feel like no, it was like on I don't, purpose? I I don't know if it was on purpose because like the way that she is, like that this lady, she seems like she's like a medicated woman that hardly knows what's going on. Like whoa, like she's high. Yeah, you know, and then like she isn't aware of shit, but she is aware of shit. I don't I don't know. Like it's weird, but like. She just has a very monotone voice to where, like, I think legit it was an honest accident. However, like, she, like, stabbed her a bunch of times. And then, like, the way that she took and, like, fished around for the vein. So, like, I don't know if that's ever happened to you. That happened to me when I went to the ER once. And it was a male nurse. And I was, like, I almost passed out from it because, like, there was blood running down my arm yeah. from him doing that and fishing around, I almost passed out, bro. Yeah, I had a blood test recently, actually, and motherfucker kept missing my vein. He had to take, like, a bunch of vials, and he just kept missing it and missing it. And then he, I just had this black mark the next day. But um, yeah, you look like a fucking junkie. But then the next day, she wakes up, and she's kind of like... She's kind of like... Yeah, it's almost like they trapped, they locked the doors... Oh, that was the other thing. Yeah, Dude's so like she was, she was trapped in the room. She was able to get out uh, through a window on the fire escape or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's why I thought that they were keeping her for sex trafficking or something like that because <laughs> it's like it, that's why I thought they were keeping her for sex trafficking because how they had her locked up. Yeah. So the the next episode, episode six. She ends um, up breaking out, by the way. Yeah, so she breaks out. She's a slippery and, little one. She breaks out. And, uh, you know, Rue is trying to recover. And 
Uh, that's when um, man, what's the dude? What's the dude's name? Is it Ali? Ali? Ali comes over and he helps. I know that's going on. Uh, like yeah, the main dude dinner. that's in charge of what was it? He makes dinner. Yeah, he makes dinner. Like he comes over, but he's like the main dude that's in charge of like uh, rehab and everyone trying to get better and whatnot. Like he's the spokesperson. It's so, like he comes I'm over. Gone, Oh my goodness. All right. It's all good. So, yeah, Ali uh, does all that, and it seems like she's actually trying. And then he's like just talking about, like, you know, she's not going to get better in this if she tries to help herself. Like, you guys can help her, but she needs to help herself. Um, and then uh, Lexi, this is like when we get like Lexi talking to Fez. About like, oh, what if everybody gets upset in my play? What if they don't like it? Blah, blah, blah. And Fez is like, yeah. you know, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe some people need their feelings hurt and this and that and all this other shit. Um, so so the play is about to happen, but one major thing happens before, before the play. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, Cal comes home. That's where I was going. Go for it. Yeah. So Cal comes home drunk. Um and he basically like wakes up his whole family, pisses on the floor, and basically just tells them all like, "Hey, I'm done pretending." Yeah, I'm gay and, and I'm proud. Yeah, I I don't understand why he pissed there. Or no, no, no. He said he said that he was pissing there to mark his territory, and he goes, "And you little shitheads could clean this up." Um, talking about both of his kids and saying like how he kind of like. Uh, dislikes them, but he was saying like that he hates Nate the most yeah. because of like how he turned out. I feel like then, he hates Nate the most because Nate's the most like he like him. Yeah, and uh, to be honest, man, that one actually hit me pretty hard, and uh, I cried a little bit with that one just because of like the relationship with me and my dad. And you mm-hmm. know, I mean, you you know what's going on with mm-hmm. with all that, but me and my dad, we have a you know a close relationship to like how. Cal and Nate are how they always bump heads and confrontational and stuff like that. That's basically how me and my dad are. And um, I get the same type of interactions with my dad of, uh, you know, him not liking me so much. So uh, it it related a lot because, like, it seemed like Nate kind of in a way um, was relieved that all this was done and over. He didn't know where it was going to go. Uh, at one point, I thought, like, oh, what if this turns into, like, a big fight type of deal and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, man, he's just like, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm out. Peace out. Um, then the mom, the mom was kind of like whatever about it. Uh, she talks to Nate and was and tries to find out a little bit more about him because she's all like, you know, you are a scary person. You are like him. Um, not just the good parts, but the bad parts too and this and that so it was just crazy uh then that leads into uh her him going out reaching out to cassie and cassie moving in um at their house actually which is fucking weird i feel like in high school you're bringing in another kid to come live with you like me i wouldn't let like my kid to just like let their girlfriend come move in with them and like live with them not, yeah, so not at that age. <laughs> no, not at 17. Fuck that. So then we get into, like, um, I feel like the finale was, like, a two-part 
because like yeah. the next episode is already the beginning of the finale um and that's the play that causes like a lot of drama a lot of shit because it puts like everyone's dirt out there and um basically like the whole entire school ends up seeing everything about prove what they went through uh with his dad because like that's one thing that we haven't talked about her her dad died due to cancer a few years before all this and that's how she turned to drugs to numb the pain yeah and uh lexi and cassie kind of got a similar story where they didn't lose their dad per se like him being dead but they lost him to drugs and um and drinking i think too right yeah, he st- I think he started off on pain pills and he ended up getting addicted and drinking and a bunch of other shit and he's like a junkie now. Um, and they also show like the last time that they seen him was like, they were like, I don't know, 13, some shit like that, 13, 14. It's funny he too. Was rob- they- he was robbing them in the middle of the night. That's fucked up. So he could pawn the shit for drugs. It's funny too how they show... Uh, both of them young they just put braces on them but yeah. like they're still like you know cassie's a full-grown woman let's be honest that <laughs> you can't hide that so it's just no. hilarious how they try how i mean how they for, tried, some of, yeah. for some of the characters it works for lexi it works i feel like for um brew it works a little bit yeah because they try to like, make him a little bit younger. It, there's no, yeah, you no. couldn't. No sweater can hide that. Maddie, <laughs> Maddie too. Um, like I understand Maddie's trying to play like a teenager, eighteen year old, seventeen, eighteen year old. But like when I see her, I'm like, she definitely ain't because like she, the actress is thirty two in real life. Yeah. And to me, like it's like uh, what's called Toby McGuire trying to play. You know, Peter Parker, eighteen. I'm like, motherfucker, you grown? You ain't, yeah. you ain't eighteen. Well, that's that's so, the only thing. Like, that's a little the only thing that kind of is a little weird about the show. Like, you know, they're older actors, but there's a lot of risque stuff with. And uh, this is. Oh, go ahead. With um, there's just a lot of risque stuff for them being teenagers. Yeah. This is also where the tension starts building for the finale because. Uh, you, you're constantly getting a back and forth between the events going on with Fez and uh, shit. We didn't even talk about it. Like that's when Custer tells Faye like, Hey, I'm an informant. Don't say shit. I'm going to yeah, set up that, Fez. That Mark ass Custer. Yeah. So like, and, and you can tell Faye kind of seems like she doesn't know what to do. Like she's technically in love with Custer, but like Fez is super nice to her. Yeah, they've been nice to her the whole time while she's been living with them, like treating her almost like family. So you can mm-hmm. tell there's that dynamic now. So now she's torn because she's like, oh, this is my boyfriend. But these are kind of like my brothers at this point. They're nice to me. They don't treat me like shit. So exactly. And she's like she's uh, ironing his, his suit because yeah. he's getting ready to go to the play for Lexi to go support Lexi. Yeah. And like, then Custer shows up. Yeah, so and, we're in the uh, finale now. The The first episode, like you said, of the two-part, it was all just really just uh, the play. Action building. Yeah, action building to the play. And now, now you're getting into the part where he's getting ready. You know, he asked Faye her opinion on his tie. And then, uh, well, besides that, well, while that's going on, 
we also get the tension building of the play and they harp and talk about you know the main athlete who is nate the nate is the biggest athlete in the school <laughs> yeah. being gay so like i don't know me thinking if someone was like saying something like that if you don't want to give it any validity you sit there and you sit through you laugh it. about it yeah you laugh about it this dude what he does he gets pissed off and he walks the fuck out and, and Cassie. Cassie goes running behind him mm-hmm. and he's like, get your shit and get the fuck out. And then she's like, they're at the window looking like the fucking Velociraptor from Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> like she's all like super intense in the fog and shit like that. That like that shit was funny. Yeah, so she Cassie spasses. Um, and she basically goes on stage and that's for the finale. Picking apart everything. Mm-hmm. Um, talking talking shit. And people are like, oh, is this part of the play? Yeah. And people are eating it up. It's kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, And then that's when Maddie go, jumps up and the other girl jumps up. And, um, and yeah, oh, Kat, it, Kat is trying to stop Maddie. Yeah, so we haven't talked Maddie's about Kat a lot. Like, but Kat actually wasn't in the season as much because um, of creative differences with the director. So that's really? why she wasn't showcased oh, so shit. much. I thought that was weird because, yeah, she played, like, way bigger role and, like, did a bunch of shit, like, in season Cause, one. Because in the first season, it was all of this, you know, I like because it, it basically, I think Euphoria takes teenagers and they, they each teenager has their own struggle. And this, these are struggles that teenagers could probably have in real life. And, and Kat's struggle was body positivity and yeah. being a, a thick girl. Um, and you know, overcoming that, so yeah, like first season they had a lot of cat, but this season she had creative differences with the director, so that's why you didn't see her as much. Oh, that sucks. But basically, you have like this this moment where they're all just chasing each other around, like freaking cats and shit, Scooby Doo or something. I don't know, they're chasing mm-hmm. each other around backstage the, through the sets, all yeah, the down the hallway. And, and the part that I said, ooh. Go ahead. No, you say it. No, you go ahead. Dude, fucking Maddie grabs her and throws <laughs> her and smacks her face against the right fucking brick wall. Yeah. Oh, my God. Damn. So Matt, Maddie apparently ain't no joke because they they uh, iterate this in, like, the middle of the season that she, like, likes she to, loves fight. to fight. She No, she loves to fight. That's what yeah. she said. She loves to fight. Oh, my God. Yeah. Damn. So she and she's and she's been wanting. She's it's been boiling up in, in her. So she basically beats the shit out of her. Yeah, because then uh, they pan to after the fight, and then like yeah. she's like icing her hand, icing her foot because I guess she like hurt her foot. But she's like icing her her hand from like whooping her ass, and then Cassie's all bloody and you know she has a marked yeah. up forehead and she's shit from getting smacked. Yeah, and and Maddie <laughs> even says like this is this isn't over. Like this is only oh, beginning. Yeah. Um. Because she was like, oh, Nate left me. And then so I don't know if she said this is only the beginning. Like, I'm going to keep beating your ass every time I see you. Or this is only the beginning with Nate because she knows how Nate is. I think uh, I think that I think that was it. That it's only the beginning with Nate because Nate plays games with people. Yeah. One, th- oh, one thing that we didn't talk about was uh, before the night of the, uh, what you call it, um, the play. 
Nate kind of goes around trying to set things right. Um, mm. And Maddie has the the disc that has Jules getting, you know, pounded by his, his, his dad. Yeah. And Maddie, he knows that Maddie has it. Maddie doesn't want to give it up. Mm-hmm. And he takes a gun and he puts it up to her head. No, it's he a revol- puts it in it's his a, mouth. Oh, he puts it in his mouth. Hold on, but it's a six. It's, it's it's a six bullet revolver. So it has six six bullets. And he puts one in and he spins it, and then he puts it up in his mouth or whatever. And then, uh, oh yeah, he goes up to her and like he goes like he's gonna kill himself, and he pulls the trigger twice. So he is extremely lucky, and I think uh, that's some crazy shit. It's wild. Um, well, no, I think he 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 didn't put a bullet in there at all. I thought he, there was one. No, he opens it up and he starts laughing. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but still, like the motherfucker was yeah. crazy, bro. To, to, he to, is crazy, but he the gets the disc and pull the trigger. He gets the disc and he gives it to Jules, and she destroys it. Yeah. So at this point, he is at peace with that whole thing. Yeah. Um. When he leaves the place, when he leaves the play, he goes to his yeah, dad's company. And uh, he goes to his dad's company and he has a gun. And I think he, I, at first, I thought he was driving over there to kill him. I thought he was going to kill, kill him too. That or Fez? I don't know. I didn't think Fez for some reason. I knew it was like he was going over for his dad. But um, he basically gets there. His dad's partying, like Gil said earlier, with a whole bunch of different people. And um, he basically just starts talking with his dad. He tells him everything. And, um, and, and, and so at that point, I actually thought he was going to leave the gun and say, you can either kill yourself. He was like, I just want revenge. I don't want anything, just revenge. So then I'm like, okay, is he going to leave the gun? I, I thought he was going to leave the gun and walk out, and then the police were going to, like, storm the place because he basically gave the police everything that they needed to lock him away for life. Um, so I thought he was basically giving him the gun so he could either kill himself or, you know, uh, or he can give himself up to the police. But he ends up not killing himself, and the police come in and arrest Cal. So Nate definitely like snitched on him and told him. I think they told him like what or turn or maybe he possibly even turned in all the discs and yeah. say like what he's been participating in, what he's been yeah. going in on. Because it seems like Nate cares more about the legacy and being like set up for life, never having to work again in his life. Yeah. Because basically all he has to do is just sit back and run the company. He doesn't have to do much hard work. The company's yeah. already built and it seems like they're extremely well off. So yeah. While that's going on, then we get more of the tension of, you know, what's going on, why Fez isn't there, because the play ends, you know, it's, it's a beautiful play, um, and then we get we get what's going on with Fez, and Fez, um, you know, he doesn't make it to the play. So Custer comes and in. Cus, yeah, Custer is asking a bunch of questions like, oh, you know, you know, bringing up like when they killed Mouse, and he's all like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "I thought you said that Lauren killed Mouse." Well, before that, Custer comes in. He's acting weird, and um, Ashtray notices. He picks up a knife and he sits down on the couch. Oh, and he uh, sticks it in his um, yeah, in his uh, sleeve. sleeve. 
So you have Faye kind of in the kitchen. Faye in the kitchen looks like. And she's all like, with yeah. the, but hold on, her, her big old lips. But she's like, yeah. she, you know, don't say anything. And um, that basically tells him that, that he's wired. So she's like, so then she kind of like jumps the gun and says, oh, I, you know, I thought you said Lauren killed her, blah, 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 killed a uh, mouse. Da, da, da. And he's like, I don't know. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? The suspense builds, and the next thing you know, Ashtray stabs this motherfucker in the neck. He stabs Custer in the neck. Yeah, and like, dude, that's the thing about Ashtray is like he's always taken it too far, unfortunately. And like that is kind of like in line with how it was in season one, but it was like, dude, what the fuck? That's way too far. You stab him in the neck. Uh, yeah, I would understand like smacking the shit out of him or beating him up, but it's like, dude, you stabbed him in the neck. There's no coming, like, there's no fixing that. And no matter what, he's gonna die. So he just gurgles and dies in his own blood. There is a wire. Uh, they beat down the door. They come guns a blazing. And during all this, like, Pesco's like, he knows what's gonna happen. He knows they're gonna come in busting the door. So he's like, yo, go outside. Don't punches, say anything. He punches Ashtray and says, sorry. But you have to look like you weren't a part of this. Yeah, it's gonna exactly. be all on me, all on yeah. me. Put it all on me. And I did everything. That's what any good brother would do. You know, take yeah. the rap so the little brother doesn't do shit. But, but Ashtray's like, nah, I'm not. I'm not going down like that, bro. He goes to dryer. He starts. He pulls out a shotgun and a fucking like an AR-15 as well. AR and a pistol, I think. Yeah, I think. He, yeah, I think he all three. and extra clips and extra clips. And he locks he, himself in the bathroom and sits in the bathtub. Yep. And meanwhile, you have Fez with the knife that he used to stab Custer in his hands, banging on the door. Yeah, he's and, like, Ash, let me in. Come on, bro. Yeah. Don't do this. And, and uh, uh, they busted. And Ashtray starts shooting, hitting Fez. Fez drops, and he just keeps shooting and keeps shooting through the wall, keeps shooting through the wall until finally it gets quiet. And then uh, one of the, the police Smart officers guys. open the door, and boom, he shoots him with a shotgun. Um, Ash, Ashtray, well, Ashtray is pretending to be dead on the floor. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say that he's pretending and he's like uh, face down and then he rolls over on his back and then he's just like right in his fucking chest and fucking just blasts his ass. And you see it shoot like right above and out, yeah, right above the bulletproof vest. So, like, Boom. that dude's done. And then you just see, uh, not sure what happened to Seth, but then you just see, um, you know, the other cop standing over Fez. The you just see a red light go from his stomach, and then it goes up, and then it's like you feel bad because Asher is a kid, man, and like he has such a scared look, and like you can see the red dot going from down to his stomach, up to his head, and then like they pull the trigger. And it's just like, dude, no, kill them. And then, uh, you know, Ashtray is dead. They take Fez off to jail. Um, Hal gets taken away to jail. And it's like, man, what a way to end the season. Talk about insane. All right, guys, hopefully you liked our review. Um, I know that we were kind of all over the place. Hopefully you give Euphoria a chance if you haven't watched it yet. It's a really good show. 
start from season one, episode one. It's on HBO. Until next time, make sure to say geeked up and geek out. Look, there goes Nate getting his ass whooped right there. Hopefully we don't get flagged on YouTube.